several times on this podcast, I've referred to Dr. Lawrence Steinberg's five categories for deciding whether there should be a parental rule about something. He wrote in his latest book, Age of Opportunity, that if it is or it could be dangerous, illegal, unethical, unhealthy, or likely to close some door better left open, that you should likely have a rule about it. But if it doesn't fit into one of those criteria, it falls within your teen's domain. Personal issues like appearance, electives, extracurriculars, even an extra messy bedroom doesn't fall into any of those categories. Unless there are rats and cockroaches in their bedroom, then you might have a health hazard so you could pull it under there. This is Speaking of Teens, the podcast that helps parents struggling to find peace and connection with their teens. My name is Ann Coleman. I'm an attorney turned parent educator and a mom who's been there. And I'm on a mission to help you build a stronger relationship and decrease the conflict with your kid so you can help them grow into the young adult they're meant to be. Thank you for being here today for our weekly bonus episode. If you're tuning in for the first time today, we do two episodes a week. Tuesdays are longer and more in-depth, and Fridays can usually be squeezed in while you're walking the dog in the morning. So, as I was saying, as parents, we have to be mindful of the rules we put in place, because if we're not, if we step over the line, we could unnecessarily threaten our teen's autonomy and cause major conflict, and cause a few other issues that I won't go into today. So staying within those categories is one thing you can do, but there are some very basic guidelines for rules that once you decide it fits into one of those categories, then you need to go by these guidelines as well. And these are extremely important because stepping outside of these guidelines could also lead to conflict. So let's talk about them real quick. Negotiate and agree up front discuss and brainstorm and try to agree on the rules if you can with your teen up front rather than setting them unilaterally without any discussion. You want buy-in from your teen because they're much more likely to comply. They're also much more likely to agree when the rule fits into one of those five categories. So talk, negotiate, brainstorm it, and try to agree up front. Next, be very clear. One of the easiest ways to cause conflict over the rules is to be unclear about your expectations. If you agree with your teen that they have to bring home good grades in algebra all year, and then you get upset when they bring home a C on a quiz, that just might cause a problem. Were you talking about all grades all year, or just the final six weeks grades, or the final grade for the year. So you have to be very clear about this. Or let's say you worked out an agreement with them that they would lightly clean their room every Saturday. Lightly clean to them may mean making their bed and leaving all the trash, dirty clothes, and dirty dinnerware in the room. And it's not fair to fault them for any of that, if the agreement's not clear and very specific, don't leave things open to interpretation. Define it and even write it down. Next, stay flexible. Another trap the parents fall into, especially if you tend to be more authoritarian, is to be completely inflexible regarding the rules. For example, let's say curfew is at 9 p.m. on school nights, but Thursday nights are JV basketball and the games aren't over until around 9.30. You should be flexible enough to allow your teen to come straight home after the game on Thursday nights. 
Or let's say a friend they haven't seen since third grade is in town for a visit and they want to go to a movie together because the friend leaves town tomorrow. But the movie isn't over until 10. Let them go. Being flexible doesn't mean giving in or being inconsistent with the rules. It means using common sense and being reasonable when special circumstances call for it. Being harsh or rigid will do more damage to your relationship and your influence with your teen than being reasonable and flexible will somehow make them think they can do whatever they want. Next, watch out for unfairly strict rules. Research shows that moms are more controlling with their teens. Remember to constantly check yourself to make sure you're not stepping over the line, which won't be hard to notice since you'll likely be arguing a lot about it. Also, both parents are shown to be more controlling with daughters than sons. Your treatment of your kids, the rules that you negotiate, and the decisions that you make should be fair and equitable. Next, be open to discussing a rule when asked about it. Unless, perhaps, you just discussed it last week or last month and agreed to a specific date to revisit that rule, and it's not time yet. So, otherwise, you always get their input. Tell them why the rule's important to you. Brainstorm it and see if you can negotiate something. And if you have to hold the line, then hold the line but do try to give them something positive, possibly a date to look forward to where you will readdress the rule. And just remember that arbitrarily refusing to discuss the rules is begging for a blow up because you're ignoring their need to be heard. You're threatening their autonomy. Never argue about a rule. If either you or your teen has an issue with a rule, it's time for a discussion. If you find yourself constantly arguing with your teen about a certain rule or situation, it's time to discuss it. Each of you take a turn, then brainstorm and try to come up with an agreement. Next, mutually agree on a time to discuss a rule or behavior. Don't just tell your teen that you want to meet and sit down and discuss something. Always ask them when is a good time that we could sit down and talk about this for just a couple of minutes. Next, only set important rules. In other words, don't set rules that you don't feel strongly about or that don't match your values. Don't just set a rule because you feel you should. Unless you feel a rule is truly important, you're much less likely to enforce it consistently. And if you're not consistent in enforcing one rule, it will become much more of a problem when you try to enforce the other rules. For example, I knew lots of parents who wouldn't let their teens or tweens eat a snack within an hour or so of dinner. So I felt like I should have that rule too. But it was never really a true concern of mine, so I rarely enforced it. Eventually, I just let it go. But for every rule you impose that you don't enforce, your credibility with your teen is diminished and your influence dwindles. So really consider what you feel is important to your family and your teen and stick to those values. Doing anything else will trip you up in the end because consistency is critical. Next, as I was saying, consistency is so important. Enforce those rules consistently. And it's perhaps the most important guideline. This is where being on the same page with your spouse is so important regarding the rule itself and the consequences for breaking it. 
You can't act like the rule is critical one day and then ignore it the next. You should be flexible, yes, but 99% of the time the rules should be enforced just as written and both parents should enforce them equally as zealously. Cherry picking when to enforce a rule or which rules to follow will send such mixed messages to your teen. They won't think you take the rules seriously. And if you don't take them seriously, why should they? That's it for Speaking of Teens today. For more on autonomy, rules, consequences, discipline, collaboration, and cooperation, listen to episodes 15, 16, and 22. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And if you got something out of this episode or any of the others, please consider sharing it with a friend. And come join us in the Speaking of Teens Facebook group. The link is right there at the very bottom of the show description in your app. Speaking of Teens is produced and edited by Steve Coleman, researched, written, and hosted by me, Ann Coleman. See you next time.